Hello, hockey fans. It's Mike Chambers with Denver Post. This is another edition of Traffic in Front of the Net. And again, I'm joined by Marty Richardson, our good friend from Dog Nation Hockey Foundation. Marty, thanks for being here, bud. Once again. We're going to talk about uh, the Avalanche uh, post-deadline trades. We're going to talk about some projects that Marty is working on that has to do with uh, Clayton Keller of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, we're going to talk about Devin Dubnik, the yeah. uh, six foot six backup goalie that uh, you, you had a conversation with Milan Hayduk about yesterday. Um, and then we're going to talk about your brother who was recovering from open heart surgery. Not even open heart, literally transplant. Or, or transplant, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's uh, part of what Dog Nation is here for. And it's just kind of ironic that uh, your brother is going to be a recipient of what you do. I think that's awesome. Um, we'll explain how you can help out Dog Nation and hockey players in need around the front range. But first, I want to go to some stories that uh, I've got in the can uh, from last night's game at Ball Arena, where the Avs beat the Coyotes 4-2 uh, following the victory. The Avalanche is 19-3-3. 41 points in its last 25 games. That's the matches the best 25 game stretch in club history. The uh, 2002-03 Avalanche also had 41 points in 25 games, going 18-2, 3-2 under the win-loss tie OT system. Um, this story is up online, and it's a really good read because it's got so many interesting numbers about how good this team is. Yeah. Exactly. And partly why I'm here today is because Marty's doing my taxes. <laughs> there you go. Um, the current stretch of uh, 41 points in 25 games began February 27th in Arizona. And since March 1st, I think a, two games after that, the Avalanche's top line of Nathan McKinnon wingers, Gabe Landeskog and Miko Rantanen have been the NHL's top three scorers. They each have 32 points since March 1st. Rantanen has 17 goals, and McKinnon and Landeskog each have 12. Uh, and then rounding out the top five scorers among those those guys in the NHL since March 1st are two guys named Crosby and McDavid. Yeah. Um, superstars uh, definitely live here in Colorado. Um we're going to go into the trade deadline stuff. Uh, I, I wrote about the acquisitions two separate times yesterday, once in an analysis piece based on the conference call that we had with Joe Sackick before last night's game. Um, and then we also talked to Jared Bednar post game about what his plans are for these two former abs. Um, that's, that's all in there. Nemeth uh, apparently has a minor nagging injury so he might not play tomorrow in st louis but soderberg is meeting the club in st louis tomorrow and he might be an option it's it's interesting where that guy's going to slot in because this is a deep team even with calvert and o'connor uh on the injured list and bednar said last night o'connor is long term so uh soderberg adds some depth some experience he knows the systems he can kill penalties um He's a real 200-foot player, and I think the Avs uh, uh, are glad to have him back. Um, some footnotes here. The uh, Avs are now 18-4-2 at home, tied with the Islanders for the first in both wins and points at home. And uh, the Avs are 12-0-2 in their last 13. 
So that's some housekeeping stuff. Let's go straight into Devin Dubnik. I really like their two additions. I think the 25-year-old uh, Swede, jo- Johansson, was a decent pickup because he's an RFA at the end of the year. He, he can be re-signed and developed into an NHL everyday goaltender. Uh, he's six foot five. It seems like he's got a lot of potential. He started off here with Colorado with three rough games, but the last two, is he's been pretty darn good. So I like that addition as the number three guy. And then Dubnik for the stepping in as number two guy. He's six foot six. He's got 250 career wins. Um, he, he competes his tail off, as most Avalanche fans know, that he's got into so many, you know, scrums with the Avalanche, particularly in Denver. It was kind of funny talking to him and Landeskog and some other guys about their chippy history against each other. But um, I know you talked to Hedgie. Hedgie's is among your, your your biggest supporters. He's on the board here at Dog Nation. Um, tell me what Hedgie said about facing a six foot six goalie like Doobie. Yeah, we, we chatted about all those pickups just yesterday, just uh, in the car, um, catching up a little bit. And as he said to me back in the day, we goalies used to be uh, small, but you get a guy that size, and there's really almost nothing to shoot at. And um, even for someone on the level of, of Milanis and um, really he thought it was a great pickup because obviously uh, Dubnik has had some pretty good success, especially up in Minnesota and um, uh, adding a big, big goalie like that. That's now you got a really almost two number ones. Yeah. This team. Yeah. And, and <laughs> size does make a difference, man. I, I, I've, I've had plenty of face to face conversations with uh, Grubauer and Francois and buddy uh, I'm five foot ten on a good day hmm. and they aren't any taller yeah but but this Dubnik kid is huge or, or he's not a kid he's 34 he's a seasoned vet I just think that that's a good pickup especially when you consider how many uh injuries lower body injuries uh Grubauer has had also also yesterday I should touch on Sackett kind of exposed some things that that Bednar has been trying to keep hidden last night in his presser he did say that 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 frankie had off-season hip surgery he didn't say hip but he said he had the same surgery that varlamov had a couple years ago Mm. well varlamov has only had double hip surgeries while he was he was here so we're pretty sure that frankie has had a season-ending hip surgery he's going to be back next season um and then in terms of eric johnson uh he said that uh, ej could be available uh, late in the playoffs if they have a late run. Um, I, I've got good intel that it's not a head injury. It's to his arm. A buddy of mine saw him out, and he, he's got a, a big, not a cast, but a brace on his arm. So I'm pretty sure that it's the arm. It, it might be a broken arm. It might be a, a, a messed up elbow. But uh, that's the deal on Eric Johnson. He, he might not be, be out the whole season. Uh, but he he could be back in the playoffs. Yeah, I want to go straight into Clayton Keller. He was pretty chippy last night. Little dude, but he got into it with uh, a couple big abs last night, including uh, at the buzzer when Rantanen checked Ekman Larson. Um, Ekman Larson, he was on the ice, and Miko just went nuclear on him, and it was a big scrum. It was a chippy game, but as we've seen, you play teams eight times, and last night it was the eighth time. Things get elevated, and that's the beauty of the playoffs. But 
Clayton Keller grew up in St. Louis among like the Kachuk boys, uh, Michael Davies, who played at DU. There was this group of, of boys who played up with the, the, the uh, St. Louis Junior Blues. Mm-hmm. And I'm familiar with them because Scotty, was, Mayfield, that Scotty Mayfield, yeah. And, and, and that's a really good triple A organization my son uh, often played against. Anyhow, um, Keller has a good friend. His name is John Orlet. Orelt. Orelt. Yeah. Marty, tell me about John Orelt and what Dog Nation is doing for him. Yeah, so uh, John was uh, grew up playing on the same team as Clayton Keller, so obviously a really, really good player himself. And and uh, me not being the biggest guy around, I love those little players. And uh, Clayton Keller's one of I, I he's a fun player to watch and good American player and and really good guy. But uh, what happened with John was he was uh, he said has a regular job now, like most people do eventually, and. He was on top of a tanker truck with a, there was something jammed in there and he got on top with a long pole and was trying to clear the, the, um, the, whatever was clogged up there and it was underneath some power lines and didn't touch the power lines, but it arced from the power lines through that pole, through John's right hand back diagonally through his body and blew out his left, out of his, uh, left heel. And, um, for whatever reason it let him go, he was getting electrocuted. And when, when the electrocution stopped, he fell off of the truck and he was totally like just frozen from the electrocution. He remembers every millisecond, but he went head first into the ground and he broke his back and, and now he's paralyzed um, from kind of the mid chest down and a uh, great kid. Uh, he came out here to Craig Color, uh, or to Craig hospital in Denver. And that's when I met him, heard about him. And we surprised him with a, with a, Dog Nation check at the at Red Rocks Park of all places. I, I and that was the first day I met him and his dad and, and uh, they then his buddies out there mostly led by Jared and Matt, um, dear friends of his forever. They they played on a team called the Fighting Amish in their in their beer league and um, lo and behold uh, these guys are putting on a three on three tournament this weekend and and uh, a lot of people have really stepped up. Jared's Jared's been working with Mike Freeman, our executive director. Better. Um, no, Jared, uh, Jared's, uh, um, good friends with, um, that's, that's, uh, Johnny's best friend out in, okay. uh, so Jared, Jared and Matt and they out, out in St. Louis. So they've worked with, uh, Mike Freeman on this and going to have a tournament this weekend and the St. It, Louis Blues alum. It's in St. Louis and obviously Keller is aware of this and he's already helped you out. He's already he donated. Yeah. He was one of the big donations on the front end. When we first came out and I saw that name, I was like, wow, there's some guy named Clayton Keller donated. I wonder if that's that guy. And sure enough, that's how I kind of put the pieces together. Now, for for, for folks that don't know, Dog Nation takes care of uh, uh, hockey families in need yeah. in the metro area. So, John, you helped out, John, because he was here in Craig Hospital and you you learned about his case. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's all it takes, right? That's all it takes. Yeah, just go to dognation.org if you've got it's really you have to be a somewhat involved or somehow involved in the hockey community mostly players but referees even coaches and um and there's not unfortunately and fortunately i guess there's never a shortage of people that need help and right now we've got about eight or nine fundraisers going right now including the, my brother that you mentioned earlier you guys have been around since 11 right yeah exactly. so it's 10 years and how much have you donated so um, far it's well over two million dollars it's 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 an incredible organization. I'm a part of all of their golf tournaments, uh, comedy night, uh, 
whatever else they're doing, anything I can get out and, and support and write about and talk about on the podcast, it's an important organization to me. It should be an important organization to any hockey family out there because this is really an organization that takes care of each other. Now, I want to finish. I know that you got to run and I got to run too, but I want to talk to you about Nigel. Obviously, this hits close to home, uh, I, I think, for everybody because it's COVID related. But your older brother, Nigel, you know, he's not a young man, but 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 certainly he's not 60 yet. Mm-hmm. And he plays hockey. He's healthy. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't eat poorly. But all of a sudden, his heart didn't work. Yeah, what happened was he, he, he skis about 100 days a year plays hockey, hikes 14ers with me. Um, he's a chef, so he eats really well. So none of the indicators that would cause you to think you had a heart attack. And and um, he ended up three weeks ago getting a massive blood clot to his heart. And um, the doctors are still mystified on why someone like that would have a blood clot. And um, there's a couple thoughts out there what might have happened. But um, we, had, we don't really have a heart disease in our family either. So this really came truly out of left field. And because he didn't think that he would have a heart attack, he didn't go in and get treatment for 14 hours. And when what happened with that is it basically um, baked his side, left side of his heart. And, um, and really in the end, the only um, way he was gonna be able to survive was with a heart transplant. And um, he went on the heart transplant list on Friday. Um, it's just a couple of days ago. and um, on Saturday morning, less than 24 hours later, um, sadly, someone we don't know lost their life and was put on life support. And it was about an hour and a half plane flight from Denver. So don't even know where it was from. Uh, matched my brother's heart size and blood type and all that. And and uh, uh, early Sunday morning at three o'clock, a seven to eight hour operation began. And, and uh, yesterday, Less than a day later, my brother was walking. Pretty amazing. It is amazing, and it, and it kind of brings a tear to my eye knowing that that, that he's so close to Dog Nation. Yeah. Uh, that I, I know he's got insurance and stuff like that, but uh, he's not going to have to worry about paying his bills and getting along until he is completely healthy, partly because of Dog Nation. And, and that's what you guys are all about. That's what I, I love about it, and that's as I said earlier, why everybody who loves hockey, who was part of the hockey community in the front range needs to embrace dog nation, man. It's, it's just a great organization. And you've got all the, all the heavy, heavy hitters in the state in terms of hockey in your back pocket. Do you, all the avalanche guys. Um, so I encourage anybody interested to get involved. Dog nation is a beautiful thing. Uh, I think we're going to end it on that. Marty, Uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, Many prayers for you and your family, especially your brother. And uh, thanks, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it all. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be all right. He'll be back on the ice. Right on. Mike Dan, because he's ever posted another edition of Traffic in Front of the Net. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care.